Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, January 8th, 2022. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the companion product, the Key Races and Bets blog, is brought to you by Amwager.com. A-M-W-A-G-E-R. Amwager.com, a great legal, completely legal, online wagering website with great betting tools and perks, legal for most residents of most states, covering most tracks in North America, as well as many around the world. Check out Amwager.com if you're not already a member. You'll see what kind of great tools and perks they have. You can get the written version of this podcast, the Key Races and Bets blog, free at Amwager.com by clicking on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. We're going to start with Race 7 at Gulfstream, leading to a stakes race. We're going to do the same thing at Santa Anita with a stakes race, leading to another race. They're both really great betting races. Race 7 at Gulfstream with a post of 3.05 Eastern on Saturday, January 8th, is a great betting race for newly turned three-year-old straight maidens running a mile under it around one turn. It's great because the morning line holds up. Touch code is going to be a huge low odds overlay. He opens at 7-2, and that may hold up for reasons I'll mention in a moment. Touch code finished second to a seven-length winner in his debut last month in a field of 10. A big effort from which he's going to improve by leaps and bounds. This improvement is based on numerous reasons, not the least of which is logical improvement physically and mentally off the debut in a highly rated race. Other reasons are he, he as well as the rest, is eligible now for Lasix as a newly turned three-year-old and the fact Bill Ma has a stellar record with second-time starters. Perhaps most significant of all is the Colts breeding as is the eighth full of champion caressing, winner of the 2000 Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies, whose sons and daughters have run big early in their careers. Listen to this. One of them ran first, then first. One of them ran second, then first. Another one ran second, then first. Another one ran first, then second. Another one ran second, then sixth. Another one ran second, then fourth. Another one ran third, then first. Those are the first two starts of the foal she's had to date. Many are stakes winners, including most notably West Coast, who earned $5.9 million in his multiple stakes winning career. There are four others in this race we'll use on some double tickets to the next race. They are the two Pletcher first-time starters, Chargett and Calipari, both working well and likely to be live but overbet, plus Logico, who finished second last time out in the third start in his first two starts, I should say, and lost all chance at a third start last month with trouble. And Volcanic, who was a fast-closing fourth in his debut last spring, lost by a neck second time out last summer, and was overmatched and perhaps probably slightly injured in the hopeful stakes last summer and then took five months off. The key bet in this race is going to be touch code to win at 9-5 to five or more, and then we'll play doubles. There's two doubles for sure I want to play, and some heavily, and then one that's optional. Double number one is touch code in race seven, and the race eight, Largent, Clear Vision, Value Proposition, and Belgrano. Largent, Clear Vision, Value Proposition, Belgrano. The second double is going to be Charge It, Touch Code, Logical, Calipari, and Volcanic in Race 7. Charge It, Touch Code, Logical, Calipari, and Volcanic. And in Race 8, Clear Vision. Then the optional double is combining all the horses, and you can play it for just a buck. And that's Charge It, Touch Code, Logical, Calipari, and Volcanic in Race 7. Largent, Clear Vision, Value Proposition, and Belgrano in Race 8. Race 8 at Gulfstream on Saturday, January 8th is the Tropical Turf Stakes with a post of 337 Eastern. Clear Vision is not only most likely to win, in my opinion, in this race, but offers exceptional value at 6-1 morning line. Not only has he finished first twice, first 
twice and second twice in his last four races all on grass. But his best ever race came last out on the Goldstream turf, went second in the 12-horse field in the Claiming Crown Emerald. Although that was basically a starter allowance stakes, the 108 Equibase class rating tells me he fits at the level of grade 3, which this is, and the 107 Equibase speed figure is absolutely the best, fastest last race figure in the field. Julian Leperu rides back after being up for the first time last out, and the 106 figure the Colt earned six weeks earlier at Belmont on the turf tells me that last race wasn't a fluke at all. The gelding can win on the lead, or from off the pace, and that kind of versatility makes him very dangerous. Largent can win, but can't be bet to win opening at 9-5. to five. With 6 wins and 4 seconds and all 10 career starts all on grass, he fits on all counts, but he's coming back from 52 weeks off. However, he won an allowance race off an 8-month layoff, and Pletcher has a very good record, 7 for 35, with horses and turf routes coming back from 6 months or more. On the other hand, with just 2 exceptions, when earning 114 and 115 Equibase figures in his career. Largent is no faster than any of the others they run their best, such as Clear Vision. We're going to use him in doubles, but I certainly hope one of the other contenders wins at higher odds. Belgrano is one of those other contenders who, if he wins, can make us a good deal of money opening at 15 to 1. Belgrano's earned more than $300,000 in his career, so it was no slouch, and he won a stakes last summer at Monmouth on the grass. Most of his races have been sprints, but he won in June of last year at a mile on the turf and finished a fine second in a seven and a half furlong race at Gulfstream, which is a two-turn race last April. His last effort on the all-weather at Gulfstream looks poor on paper as he finished seventh, but we could ignore it completely as he was boxed in from the critical run on the far turn. Like Largent, value proposition opens at odds way too low, eight to five to consider for a win bet, and they're poor odds anyway relative to his probability, even though he's six for 13. His two tries at the grade three level, like this one, were only so-so, resulting in second and third place efforts, and he enters the race off a fifth place finish with no excuse as the favorite in New York. Chad Brown trains one of the reasons he's going to be bet, and his best efforts have yielded 103 to 105 figures, except the one with the 111, so he's no faster than any of the others. But because we got some value in the first leg with touch code being a low odds overlay, we're going to use him in doubles. For the win bet in the Tropical Turf Stakes, Race 8 Gulfstream on Saturday, January 8th at 337 Eastern. Clear Vision is a definite win bet at 2 to 1 or more. For about a half to a third of whatever you bet on Clear Vision, the Grana can be bet at 5 to 1 or more because he opens at 15. And that's something to consider here because Clear Vision opening at 6 and the Grana at 15 gives us the opportunity to proportion our bets accordingly for the best mathematical edge. This can be done with a touching tool, and there's one that's free and easy to use in Amwager, which lets you set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win. And based on the odds of the horses you're betting, the touching tool proportions your bets mathematically and accordingly. It's one of many great features at Amwager.com. For the exacta, we're going to play Clear Vision and Belgrano over Clear Vision, Belgrano, Largent, and Value Proposition. Just going to put the two decent odds horses over the other four. If you want to, you can play an exact as a place bet especially with Belgrano who opens at 15 by playing an exact of Largent and value proposition over Clear Vision and Belgrano. Going to move cross-country now to Santa Anita for a couple races, starting with the Santa Ynez Stakes, race 8 with the post time of 7 Eastern on Saturday, January 8th. And Miss Mandy B is the top pick here. She ran the second fastest of any horse in the field in her most recent race on 11:27, earning a 98 equity speed figure, drawing off the win by nearly 400 Mike Smith, who wrote it for the first time and stays bored. After starting career in Indiana last summer, Miss Maddie B. moved to California and Bob Hess Jr.'s barn, but didn't run well in two races in blinkers, won a sprint and on dirt where she finished 
third beating 14 in the other sprint on turf where she checked in seventh of 12th. But taking blinkers off last out, she improved markedly and rallied from ninth of 12 early, swinging four wide in the stretch and winning easily. The cutback and distance for miles of no concern, as it not only gives her a little bit of extra stamina and kick in the late stages, but Hess has a really good record of 25% wins and 55% return on investment on win bets over the last two years going from routes to sprints. With that in mind, Miss Maddie B could run the same or better as the most recent race and prove victorious, and again, she opens at 5-1. to one. Big switch under the stars are the other two contenders, opening at 9-5 to five and 8-5 to five accordingly. They're very poor win bets, but they are contenders. Big switch is 2-2 two for two in her career, with the second of the two victories coming at the same 7 for a long trip of this race. And that came in the Golden State Juvenile Phillies uh, very nicely. Under the stars, it's likely to be the favorite because she's trained by Bob Baffert. She certainly fits. She's a half to Bodie Meister, so she certainly could run well. But again, these are young Horses and Miss Maddie B has a little bit of an edge in cutting back in distance. The win bet's going to be on Miss Maddie B at two to one or more in the Santa Inez. And again, we're going to play doubles here. We've got three different double combinations, two which I'm definitely going to play and one that's optional because there's a lot of value in the ninth race. The first double is going to be Miss Maddie B only in race eight. And then race nine, Annie Song, Phenom, Precocious Times, Gelnall, Sunroof, Kitty Katana, Urban and Spun Beautiful. I'll say that again. Annie Song and Phenom, Precocious Times and Gelmall, Sunroof and Kitty Katana, Urban and Spun Beautiful. The second's going to be Under the Stars, Big Switch and Miss Maddie B in race 8, and Sunroof and Spun Beautiful in race 9, because they are both opening at double-digit odds. And the last is the optional double, and this one is $2 at San Anita. You may not want to play it, but you can. And this is combining all the contenders. So in race 8, Under the Stars, Big Switch and Miss Maddie B, in race 9, Annie's Song, Phenom, Precocious Times, Gelnall, Sunroof, Kitty Katana, Urban, and Spun, Beautiful. Race 9 at Santa Anita, similar to the maiden race at Gulfstream Race 7. This is an exceptionally playable race, but not because a horse like Touchcoat stands out, because there is no horse that stand out, and there are a couple with every right to win at decent odds. Sunroof is one of them. She's a first-time starter from the top barn of Richard Baltus who has nine first or second finishes so far from 15 races at the meeting. Sunroof is well-bred and working exceptionally well. Baltus is 6 for 30, 20%. First time starters in turf sprints the last two years. And the only other foal of the dam finished second in its debut at turf sprint and ended up finishing first or second in 5-11 turf races. Sunroof put in a 59 and change workout, gets good jock Juan Hernandez, and could run very well and be very live here. The other one, that's I think is a live long shot, is Spun Beautiful, who gets a great outside post for this turf trip and opens at 15-1. to 1. Spun Beautiful had big trouble at two different points in her debut, where she was decently regarded at 8-1, to 1, one at the start and just before the quarter pole, but she still rallied for fourth. She's one of two from the Sadler Barn, the other being Precocious Times, and she should prove off the experience of the race without trouble, can definitely run better than her double-digit odds. Kitty Katana, Glenall, Precocious Times all make their debut in Adelaide while Annie Song finished third, actually make their U.S. debuts, I should say, in Adelaide Six, while Annie Song finished third, a nose from second in her U.S. debut last time out in Adelaide Six, so you can see where that angle is. Any of the European runners have a shot to win here, as does Phenom, who was third in both starts today, and Urban, who's no worse than third in three turf sprints among four starts, but they're both overbet because the horses that have run locally get higher value of the betters than the foreign horses, even though they're probably better.
Among those six, precocious times, a 10 to 1 morning line, also from the Sadler Barn, like Spun Beautiful. Maybe worth a bet to well as win because she rallied for third or 14 in her only start at a mile on a left-handed course like the ones in the U.S. And she gets Daisuke Fukumoto, a jockey unknown to many fans in South California, particularly if they don't watch her wager on Woodbine. Fukumoto held his own last year. The entire Woodbine meet on turf and on weather, all weather at Woodbine, winning 38 of 385, 10% 10 record, with 6 for 50 on the grass. Again, 10%. He can ride, and if Sadler thinks he can ride this Kentucky-bred daughter of Hardspun, who made her debut in Europe, out of a Galileo mare, by the way, I think we should take note. So to finish out the sequence here, race night at Santa Anita, post time 7.30 on Saturday, the 8th of January. Sunroof and Spun Beautiful definitely have to be better, four to one or more, and I'll consider precocious times at six to one or more. And believe me, if all three go off at ten to one or more, I'm betting them all. And this is another race when wagering on more than two horses for a mathematical edge. A dutching tool like the one in Amwager really helps out. Please check it out. You can also go to Amwager and get the written version of this, the key races and bets blog, by going to Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, clicking on How to Bet and Ella Stars Blogs. And for the exacta in this ninth race, with so many high-odds horses and no heavy favorite, there are many ways to go, but I'm putting together a ticket that's designed to maximize profit with the highest-odds horses on top. So it's a $1 exact I'm going to play. It's going to consist of Spun Roof, Sun Roof, I should say, Spun, Spun Beautiful, Annie's Song, Precocious Times on top. Sun Roof, Spun Beautiful, Annie's Song, Precocious Times in the first plate position. And then... Sunroof, Spun Beautiful, Annie Song, Precocious Times, Phenom, Glenall, Kitty Katana, and Urban. So that's four by eight. It's really four by seven because the horse that wins can't come in second. So for a buck, that's $28. If it hits, it could pay well into $100 or even more. Thanks so much for listening to this week's Key Races and Beds podcast. Check out the blog. Check out amwager.com. Have a great weekend. Good luck and make some money. Talk to you next week.